We are summoning a podcast, and it is here. Welcome to No Refunds. Uh, my name is Dwight, and joining me this week is... Brian. And... Tiffany. And... Alex. And I can point at people and tell them when to talk, because uh, I have that ability now. I can because touch you. Yes, and I am being touched by I two people. I can also touch you. Let's, let's, let's all join oh, our power touched. together. And, Wait, are we holding hands yeah, now? We're going to join, gonna join hands. hands. Oh. Uh, we are summoning a podcast, oh. and it is here. <laughs> Welcome Ugh. to no the refund. Dumbest shit we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since no one will see it, or know if we even did it. We did. Um, oh, they'll know. Oh, they'll feel it. <laughs> it's gonna, you're gonna, it's gonna resonate throughout the rest of this episode. Yeah. We are recording in person for the first time in Jesus Christ three years. No. Like, no. All together. Oh, no, with, the music with episode. Brian. Brian wasn't here for the music. Brian episode. wasn't here. I called he, in for it. I think I was on a guest episode. Oh, in person. Like the last time we all recorded together. Yeah. Shit. Last yeah, time which... all four of us recorded together in person, it's probably been since pre-pandemic. Oh fuck, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not yeah. a good sound. I'm the only one close to him. <laughs> Spencer, for for the listener, Spencer has jumped up on the counter, and oh, he always meows right before. He's creating issues <gasps> of, his, of his own. <laughs> Perform for me, cats. Wow, Dance for me. Hey, so we're recording a podcast. It's been a hot second. Uh, thank you so much for, for listening. Thank you all of you for coming. Well, oh, Tiffany, you, you live here. You don't have a goddamn choice <laughs> but to be here. Thanks um, for coming. You're welcome. Happy to how, be here. Thanks for how, the invite. How, how's everyone been? How's every, how, how, how are you all feeling? It's not like we haven't been talking for like, yeah, like 45 I mean, minutes before I hit record. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's been all right. You know, pandemics suck. It's nice to be in person. Uh, yeah. It is. Alex, what's what's going on with you? Uh, you know, living the dream. <laughs> the uh, dream. Since the last time we recorded, I started teaching. I stopped teaching. <laughs> <laughs> um, I performed two weddings. I was at one of them. I was at both of them. Um, Sh- one no. of them was a sham. B- Billy's wedding was a sham. Or were they already married by that point? No, they didn't have the wedding license uh, right. for for Vermont, so we ended up doing a, a a legitimate ceremony. I'm putting that in quotation marks in their driveway oh. with Cat's um, brother and brother-in-law, oh. like three weeks after the actual wedding. So then I've been to zero. I, I was at zero of the weddings that you performed. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. That's, cute. Um, That's funny. Very what cool. else has happened since then? I've played a bunch of video games. I've watched a bunch of movies. I still go to the movies every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about it. I nice. went to a concert with Dwight and Tiffany. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> that was, oh, yeah, we that was to, this year. We went to Mr. Wives. That was January. That I think we talked like, about that. I don't think we did. On the last podcast that you and I nope. did? Okay. Nope. Definitely did not. Wow. It was amazing. It was fucking amazing is what it was. It was very good. Um, we, we talked. We mentioned it, like, but... Like not with We didn't give like a review of yeah. it or anything yeah. like that. What else did I see? I went and saw Maddion in Philadelphia, nice. which was also awesome. Not as good as the first show that I saw with him, but that was 
Mattion and Porter the first time, so mm. it's hard to live up to. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. And now it's nice out, so I'm disc golfing again. Cool. So yeah, it's yeah. very exciting. That was fun. Yeah, we, I mean, we did you guys this go this morning? morning? Yes, yeah. we we played half around this morning, um, at a course that he'd never played before. Yeah, which was it was nice. To A, it's a course I don't play frequently, so it was nice to get there, and it was nice to show him a new course. For sure. Awesome. That's really cool. What have you been up to, Dwigged? That's a good question. Um, I've been in a couple of plays. I don't know if we talked about that on the podcast. I don't think so. It I was has in, been so long. I was in Clue. I was, I was Colonel Mustard in Clue. I'm currently rehearsing a show right now, which has been a lot of fun. Uh, it's called... Um, don't, don't talk, talk to, to the, the actors. actors. Yeah, I, I played Jerry in that. Don't fucking talk to me. Actually, I'm not an actor in it, so I don't get to say things like that. Um, You're the director, right? I'm the playwright. Oh, the playwright. Close enough. Arguably the lead. Everyone but the actors. Yes, it is. It's actually hit everything. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the been... lead, though, right? Technically, yeah. That's so cool. It is fun. We're, it's... we're going on a date to see. Oh it, yeah, right? that's right. We are going on a date. So we haven't bought that, tickets yet. That'll be a good time. Tiffany and I have been going to a lot of concerts. We went to. We talked about this kind we of last time. We went to the oh, main. Yeah. We went to. Um, jukebox the ghost i think we recorded right after jukebox the no ghost, we recorded right before right before them that's <gasps> what it was um we went to go see jukebox the ghost that was a lot of fun we went to, obviously to um mr. mr wives we've got i think a couple more shows lined up um potentially there's gonna be more shows announced soon that hopefully we can go uh see and um yeah, we've so. also been going to plays as well we saw um Bye bye, not bye bye, birdie. Yeah, bye yeah, bye, birdie. Yeah. And then we're going to see the producers next weekend. And then we have Legally Blonde lined up in June, That's so that exciting. should be a good time. Yeah, yeah, we got a got a lot going on. It's fun, and we've been playing a lot of D and D lately, actually, and that's been super fun as well. What's the story? Morning Glory. What's, What's the, the tale? tale? Nightingale. And we're demonetized. Fuck. Tell <laughs> me quick about Hugo and Kim. Yeah, I guess I could have gone into more detail. I I really haven't been up to. A super ton. Uh, it's just been video games, a lot of Elden Ring and Final Fantasy still, and um, <laughs> I'm trying to stop the cat from jumping on your table. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've seen a bunch of movies. I saw Matrix 4 and Spider-Man 3 and uh, the one with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Uncharted. Uncharted, thank ah. you. Uh, Uncharted 1, I assume. Uncharted 1, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I've seen a bunch of movies, nice. mostly unremarkable ones, except for the one that we're going to talk about a bunch today. Awesome. Mm. And Tiffany, Spoilers. What, how about you? How, how have you been feeling? Hi, we, are we not going to address this beautiful table that we're sitting at? No. I don't know if it necessarily... Do you want to talk about the I table? Kinda Absolutely. Do. I kind of do. Well, I'll talk about it then because I have part of it. Um, so Dwight kickstarted a game table. What was that, two years ago? It was in 2020. It was like the it was like August or September of yeah, 2020. Yeah, through um, a company called Wormwood. They're based out of Massachusetts somewhere. Yep. And Taunton. They're Taunton. in Taunton. 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 And um, yeah, so we have they make like super high end game tables, and then they did a Kickstarter to make a more affordable version. What they call it, the modular, because yep. there's like different sizes and different accessories called and blah, the blah, MGT, blah. the modular gaming table. Ooh, like magic. The Magic gathering. gathering the Magic Gathering the <laughs> Sorry. Um yeah, so we kickstarted or you kickstarted one. You were like, Hi, can I drop some money on this table? And I was like, sure. Um 
And then it came and the box, there's so many boxes. And then you set it up and it was so big and our house is kind of tiny. And I was like, oh no, this is, this is bad. We have nowhere to put this right now. Cause the plan is not to keep it in here. The, we're in the kitchen right now. The plan is to move it elsewhere. Um, but it's this really fucking cool table that has the, the middle is like recessed as like a playing uh, surface. And we have our podcast stuff set up on there right now. And then it's, has this topper and it makes this beautiful fucking dining table. And I haven't had like a dining table, a kitchen table in years. So I'm like obsessed with it. I think the really exciting part is the, the like <gasps> slots for the cup holders. Yeah, those are the... clearly for like game pieces yeah, yeah. and these are cup holders and they're, they're on the outside and the inside. Yeah. It has, some, it has something called the magnetic rail system, yeah. which is, uh, so it has all these like accessories that you can kind of lock into this like rail that goes around, like Alex said, the outside and the inside. And I ended up getting cup holders and uh, component storage stuff. Hmm. Um, I mildly regret not getting this thing called the player desk because I'm now like not I'm realizing that if I am when I'm going to be doing DM stuff I'm going to need like a side yeah. thing for my laptop yep. because I definitely that's a part of it. Yep. Um but I mean they're not cheap. Is so it just was, like magnetic leafs that go in when you're It it's like a um it's when? actually like so it locks in and it's this like uh wood and leather thing that like swivels and and oh. so you can like move it so I'd probably like have it on like a side with my laptop kind of like facing me like that with like a okay. DM screen. Oh, I up. guess I meant the actual table surface. Oh. And when you convert it, is it like a leaf system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they're yeah. like just well, like it, little it, magnetic. They, like... they sit on, they rest on top. Yeah. Like, so it kind of oh. like levels up. Well, well, I'll show you when we're done. Sure. It's very, um, very cool. And the most exciting <gasps> part, Thank I you. would talk like to talk about what is under my butt Thank right you. now. So our kitchen is really small. Our house is really small. And I'm like, well, fuck, we have no room for chairs. Absolutely no room for chairs because like they would stick out um so we actually dwight you were like let's get some we'll do benches and i was like cool we'll do benches but we're gonna fucking buy them because we're never gonna make them because you and i have this terrible habit of going oh we'll just build it we'll just we'll just do it ourselves we'll just it'll it'll be it'll be great and then we never do it and we buy the supplies and then we never do it Mm -hmm. so i was like we'll just buy them and then one, uh, was that, it was a weekend, a couple weekends ago. It was like literally like three days after I set it up. You were, well, like, yeah, three days. You woke up and I was like, we're going to Home Depot today. I'm going to build benches <laughs> because I found plans online for like something that was really, really easy. So I put together two benches and they feel sturdy. I love them. Yeah, they're good. They're wide, which is what's nice because I got a, I got a big butt, and so like sitting on something that's that's wide like that really really yeah. helps. Mostly, I like that they don't rock back and forth. Sorry, I'm again my mic is a little further away because of Spencer. I got you, <laughs> I got you turned up. Okay, great. I like that the moment I sat down, I didn't immediately think like somebody made this. I might die. So yeah, yeah that, that's they're, a great feature. They're really really solid. <laughs> yeah, the non. They're super sturdy. I got some like little chair pads just for cushioning. That was Dwight's request. And I think that kind of helps a little bit. Yeah, we were, butt. we were originally not going to. And I think it's nice because, like, it's you don't have idea. to use it if you don't want to. You can, like, throw it behind you or whatever. Yep. But yeah. it's just nice to or hit get... someone with it. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. The, the best part was the plans that I looked up was, like, a 15-minute bench for $15. And I was like, well, this is made before lumber went up. And then also that took me, like, hours. Because not only... Well, Dwight cut the wood. So that was the only thing that you did. You cut the wood. And then I the put everything thing. else together sanded it stained sta- sanded it filled in the holes with wood filler resanded it stained it sealed it 
and it took a long and time. And you put your stamp on it. I put my stamp on it oh, on the back. I have a little. I have like a little a, like wood burner. It's uh, on like the the back like the rail. It's on the at, outside it. part. That's says, awesome. It says yeah. made, handmade by Tiffany. Yeah. Does it say oh, with love or does it say with I hate? I see it. Yeah. Does it say like made with farts or? Yeah, something? made with farts. Yeah, that's what you should have wrote. Made with poop. But yeah, they look pretty good. The color of the stain doesn't match the. But I don't fucking care. So it's handcrafted by Tiffany. Yeah. Yeah. So I was very proud of it because it made me feel like cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I remember seeing it on your Instagram story mm-hmm. and being like, I can't wait to go to their mm-hmm. house and mm-hmm. sit at that table. Yeah, I'm really excited for today yeah. in general just because we're, we're basically putting the table through its paces. Because yep. yeah. after this, we were going to play D&D. That's, gonna, that's on the back burner uh, at this point. But we're gonna, just going to play some board games on it now. Yep. And, and eat on uh, it. Yeah, and eat on it like with a bunch of people. It's going to yeah. be yeah, yeah. fucking great. Yeah. You can even pause a game and just like... That's the whole point of it. Yeah, it's like yeah. you can put the leaves back on. The game will live underneath it. and This would be perfect for like puzzles when I just, i'm in like winter puzzle mode or something i literally when they were playing D on wednesday i did a puzzle Damn i that. i had i have like a puzzle tube and like the thing so i just rolled it oh, out into here that's a great and idea. i did my puzzle yeah yeah while they were playing D. and she listened to us play D. i did it was really oh. fun and i just want to make it clear we're talking about tiffany i know right <laughs> well she's played a few well, times now right to, to touch on that, and I wrote this in the Discord, I get really lonely when, like, because Dwight's been doing more of that because it's been, it's different when you're not here. Like, Dwight, when you go and you're like, oh, I'm going to go do something or go to rehearsal or whatever, I'm like, oh, okay, it's kind of uh-huh. sucks because I'm home by myself. But then I, like, have that time to myself. But when he's not here and I can just hear you laughing and having fun in the other room, I feel really left out mm-hmm. and really, even though I don't want to play, mm-hmm. yeah. even though I have no interest in playing, I just, like, I feel lonely and, like, and like I'm missing out on something. So like I listened in and it was really, really fun and I liked it and it made me feel not so lonely. I wonder if you'd like, I I feel like we have to have taught, talked about this in the past, but a lighter role play system where it's more like story focused and the dice are just like a small zero part of zero it. percent Tiffany doesn't like the story part i want of it. combat oh okay <laughs> so it. it's, it's i want combat only like, got it okay the, the so. thing i enjoy most is the rp yeah, yeah i want no rp and i want all combat if you couldn't tell from listening to yeah. me play yeah. i love role yeah. play i was gonna say that the group has settled into a real good rp groove i yeah. think at this point the caravan is... really lent itself to role-playing yeah so we got to like flex those muscles so it's going to be weird when we have to go into like a dungeon and then do combat we're going to be like no can we just can we just see that's what i want to do i want to just fight shit part of me wants to put together like a dungeon crawl for tiffany and like loop a couple other people in just because i yeah. think she would enjoy that or maybe like, just that's... like a dungeon crawling like board game like mm. one of those campaign style like oh Gloom yeah Haven yeah or Haven, yeah or descent or i don't know what the other ones are because right the fun part about it that is it's tactile mm. and it's like oh i'm gonna roll and it has a purpose rather mm. than be like hi alex what are you doing today or the oh the ninja turtles board game that you have <laughs> oh yeah yeah we should probably play that more oh, I remember think. when we played that oh yeah we played it like twice right we did yeah we yeah. Ha- i have still have we can yeah. play it more it could be fun um, it's really, I think just the three of us are playing it, but we can always do it with more people. Yeah. But yeah, this table is really great and I really love it. This table is awesome. And I'm obsessed yeah. with it. And and, and to beautiful. be fair, Tiffany, when I'm in the other room um, playing Dungeons and Dragons without you, often I will just mute it and just laugh really loudly to try and make you feel bad. I so wouldn't be surprised. Okay. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. I Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised either. No. That does sound like something Dwight would do. Because he's an asshole. I don't think Dwight's an asshole. No, he is an asshole. You said I was the biggest asshole in our group. I, absolutely. Well, that, wait, oh, okay. So then we're just all not assholes then. Yeah. If I'm wow. the biggest one. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's very sweet of you to say. You dick. Hey, let's check our email. After you called me empathetic. <laughs> wow. She called me stinky. 
Did that make it on? The, I did, but then I thing? said friendly. I didn't know how to. I should have like put something more like gregarious or something. Would have been I a almost put word. gregarious, but I, I, I actively looked up what gregarious meant before I did it, is, and I don't agree with that for Alex. Why? What does it mean exactly? Let me look up what gregarious. Well, actually, Alex hates everybody, so maybe that's not Google break. Gregarious is fond of company, sociable. Which, oh. which, well, Alex yes, is sociable. He, he is, but I, I, I envision it as like a loud thing. Also, Alex is very loud. Um, growing in open clusters in pure association, Hello. which uh, that's Alex. I'm loud, but like for some reason, like th- that definition is not what I associate gregarious meaning. I associate it meaning like jovial and like loud and like boisterous, like Spencer, um, like Santa. Yes, like, like Santa, Santa. And exactly, Spencer. like a big fat fucking king, like just sitting, like Dionysus, just like sitting there, like the, the wine is flowing. Like Robert Baratheon. Yes, yes, exactly. Sure. Wow. Okay. Does okay. that make sense? That's how I picture him, and okay. I was, I was. Probably I was always wrong. focused on the friendly and like social, social. I can't say that word. Part of gregarious, and not so, so much the fond of. What's what does it mean when you're like? sociable but then you also hate everyone what is that uh, oh that's alex an asshole got it okay oh so you're an asshole got it um well speaking of assholes we have one <laughs> that was just I'm, a bad i'm sorry jesse that was perfect <laughs> that was great that was the i want to make it clear that was just a segue i, I do not support this segue <laughs> well it isn't any good segue just speaking of blank and then just going into whatever that's it my is. favorite type yeah, of yeah. segue just a non-sequitur so we have exactly one email. That's it. Um, today's date is Saturday, April 16th, 2022. Yep. This email is dated, uh, I don't know the day, uh, April 14th, 2021. I can look it up. Mm-hmm. Never mind, I won't. That's too late. We're past it. Um, the email is from Jesse. Jesse writes, Hey, everyone. I've been enjoying the last few episodes. It's nice to know that I wasn't the only one thirsty for cartoons when I was 10 <laughs> It's nice to know that I wasn't the only one thirsty for cartoons when I was 10-ish. That's what he wrote. That's just what he wrote. With that exact inflection. Just a couple of things. I absolutely lost it when you were talking about Loki's dong. And Tiffany said, I bet it's awesome. Also, to Tiffany, Aladdin from Aladdin you know, so we don't confuse him with the other Aladdin from the Powerpuff Girls. Hashtag lightly roasted. Anyway, I can't wait to hear more episodes. Much love. Sorry, I roasted Tiffany a little bit. I enjoy her input on the show. Wow. Thank you, Jesse. I am the show. Man, what a great email. What a great out of context email at this point because I do have no recollection of that. Anyone have any comments on that? No. No? Okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> Aladdin's e- hot, you can so email that's all us. I have to say. And then I, everything else was spam. I guess I like my Cartoon Network shows, like my coffee, lightly roasted. Hashtag. <laughs> nice. Hashtag, I said, the hashtag comes first. Because oh. I said Aladdin from Aladdin. Like, it wasn't. Like the Disney Aladdin. Yeah. I think we were talking about our cartoon crushes at we one were. point. I remember sure, that. Yeah. We were definitely talking about cartoon thirst traps. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Aladdin definitely qualifies. It's oh, been, yeah. It's been decades since we've talked about this. Yeah. Might it's, as well. It, it's been decades since I was 10. And I'm pretty so. sure we talked about it in a throwaway fashion, and none of us remembered it. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and listen to it now. Because... I don't remember what we talked about at the beginning of this episode. 
Um, um, at the beginning of this episode? Yes. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, I think Brian was upset that he didn't get to start the episode at the beginning of the Did episode. Did you want to start it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, you could have started it. No, <laughs> you can end it. No, it's too late. No, yeah. You can end it. Like, I, I started Well, it. but I don't know. I don't think I know your whole sign. I'll try. I'll okay. do my okay. best. Oh. Okay. Just say it's it's been an absolute blast. Uh, thanks, everybody. It's been an absolute blast. And uh, that's actually the end of the episode. So Holy shit. So that was a quick one. Don't, for, don't forget to thank the Hyper Potions. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Hyper Potions, for your song, Time Trials. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and which all you're your hearing other right great now. stuff. Which you're hearing, yeah. I think we may switch it. Like it's been Why? so long. Okay, fine. Okay, it's not. I, I guess like not. that idea. We should switch it. I don't but like to change. What? I don't. To what though? I don't know to what, but I, yeah. I, it's it's it just feels like a new era or a, a different like season. Or, yeah, but you know what, what could be better than hyper potions? I mean, they had an album come out recently. They did. It's pretty cool. But also, I don't know about you, but I'm I'm with Alex. I don't like change. But like if a if a TV show I watched changed the office changed the theme song. If Parks and Rec changed the theme song halfway through, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" We've already see, changed I'm so it. Used once, to though. it because anime changes every eight episodes. Oh, see, I hate that. Oh, I love it. I would just like to make it clear: we are not comparing ourselves to The Office or Parks and Rec. We because are because we aren't as good. <laughs> But why? Why we're way better? I'm glad we saying. changed it from our original thing. But this is like I, I don't want to change it. Okay. All right. Sounds okay, like I've it's been two against two. I think we fight to the death. All right. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Email us at norefundspodcast at gmail.com and tell us what you think. Oh, well, it's too late, you know, though. E- email us with your song suggestions that we have to promptly ignore because we don't have the rights. Yeah, correct. exactly. <laughs> I, I think the the most important thing is that we, ha- we have permission from the hyper We do. Yeah, that makes a big difference. We have a paper so, trail. Yeah. Are we going to find something better that no. we can actually I use? Mean, no, we absolutely no. will not. I think we could. Listen, write us a song. Brian, you write a song no, and we'll no. use it. I'll yeah. have one of my students do it. Be like, hi, could you just like go in a garage band and just dick around for a it's little like, bit? Hey, you want some bonus points? I'll give you two work hour credits. Yeah. That'd okay. be awesome. The yeah. song stays. Well, anyway, yeah, thanks for the email. I, it, I do like reacting to emails whenever we get them, so feel free to send whatever you uh, want. Maybe I, I prefer to react to them <laughs> sooner rather than later i prefer i I liked this exercise i I think we should wait a year on all of our (laughs) exactly (laughs) send them now and we'll get to them next year yeah i think that's great i i I think i guess i'm the dissenting opinion here (laughs) i think at this point in the podcast my my soft goal is to make it to a hundred episodes like that that's my i don't i'm not saying we stop after that never stop but that's my like soft goal is to make it to there i would like to make it clear now that you've told me that's your goal after episode 99 i'm out that's fine (laughs) tiffany and i will can just brian and i can do it but will that really be a hundred episodes of no refunds is it you've been on you've you've not been on episodes before and i've i've not been on episodes tiffany's not been on episodes um yeah i guess we can get into the the meat of this episode the chunk the yeah to get into that meat i feel uh, like uh alex should probably lead that discussion because you're the the resident movie guru alex what's your favorite good. movie of the last 24 hours that you saw we saw a movie we who is we did. all four of us not together though that's true at separate but times and places which, nope, as we nope, learned, same place <laughs> oh at same. separate times same seats no Different theaters, actually. But, but as we learned in the movie, that doesn't matter. So, we all went and saw a movie. We did? We did. Uh, Alex, what movie did we all see? Oh my god, I hate this. <laughs> okay, I got gotcha. you. So, we saw Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, the only good mer- multiversal movie coming out this year. <laughs> or that has come out ever. 
Wait, how do you know that? No, uh, we're just kidding. Because there's like uh, another Doctor Strange is coming out soon. And it doesn't and, look good? Oh, it looks fine. It looks fine. Alex is being facetious. Yeah. Oh, um, Spider-Man just came out. It was a multiverse movie. Yeah. And then we Spider-Man have, 3? Yeah. And then we have you Spider- You like that? I thought it was fine. That's yeah, fine. it was fine. And then Spider-Verse 2 comes out this year. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. So uh, That I'm way more excited about. We're getting... Spider-Verse 2 1. 2.1? Two, yeah. two part one. Two part, two part one. one. Oh, yeah. okay. Which is call it Spider-Man 2 and then call the next one Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. 3. What I the hate fuck? That. How, come they, how come they do part one and part two and not A and B or left and right? Or up and down. So this has been an out. episode of no refunds. <laughs> what is happening over there right now? Spencer uh, was in my chair and like it just collapsed weirdly on him. Um. So everything everywhere all at once. Uh, for people who haven't seen the trailer or haven't seen the movie should probably see it because I don't know how we really talk about it without getting pretty spoilery. It's about googly eyes. Um, arguably, it's about googly eyes. Can um, you get a sense of genre? Sense of genre. Uh, I know that it is. it doesn't exactly squarely fit into mm-hmm. a genre. Existential, satirical, kung fu comedy. Yeah. I would I would throw sci-fi in there too. I sci-fi. Would, I would I, also I, throw I think, family drama in there. I think sci-fi yeah, is I the base. Yeah. I think sci-fi and family drama is, is the base. Yeah. No, really? no, no, laundry and taxes is the base. Oh, I would have said kung fu comedy is the base. Really? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Fight. Laundry, <laughs> laundry and taxes is the base of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, it the, is funny. Well, the we'll the general pitch for the movie, if you were to read like a brief synopsis, is it's literally about a Chinese immigrant couple who are being audited by the IRS. That yeah, hilarity ensues. Hilarity question mark <laughs> ensues. The best way I could describe it to my parents who asked was to say <laughs> it is a family drama between a mom and a daughter. Yep. That is surrounded by a sci-fi kung fu comedy. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, I guess at its core, it's between the mom and, and the but daughter. I think, but I think that the the mother I and think, father also have a very equally powerful yeah, through line for yeah. sure. But the daughter is arguably the antagonist, or, or yeah. what's going on. Like their relationship is the antagonistic force. That's the yeah. major conflict. Yeah. Correct. And then the one between uh, husband wife is a minor. Yes. But but they're adults, so it's they're not minors; they're adults. Wait, <sighs> off the rails already. Um, so nobody likes Dwight here. That's no, true. We don't off the magnetic rails. Hey, oh, bring it back. Components. So I don't know. As Alex already said, I don't know if it's going to be possible to talk about this movie for a long time without going into spoilers. Right. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to kind of talk high overview at this point. From the very first shot, I knew I was going to love this movie. Mm-hmm. It, it is super expertly crafted in terms of like cinematography and like the acting. Like the characters are so real, so fully fleshed out, and like every single one of them I cared about. Even like the minor ones that really are only in like the periphery of the of the movie. It's mm-hmm. uh, everybody is so just like pitch perfect in in what they do. Um, Michelle Yeoh, I believe is the name of yeah. the main actress. She is somebody who has done, worked in, a, like, she's done hundreds of movies. And I feel like I've barely ever seen her. So yeah. it's something I, I remember hearing a thing, like, because she was in uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm. And a lot of people thought she was going to really explode after that. And I feel like she kind of didn't. So this is a really nice um starring vehicle for somebody like this and it's awesome seeing her you know do like the kung fu stuff and then like the real dramatic acting as well is, yep. is so good um i loved that this had i cannot remember his name it's like kaekwon 
Something? Yeah, I, I don't know his name off the top the, of my the head. The person who played Data in The Goonies. Okay, let's, um, let's nope, go nope, for that the, is... the real role that he should be known for, nope. which is Short Round from Temple of Doom. Every <laughs> other person who I've heard talk about this movie has said Data from The Goonies no. is in it. Yes, short round yes from that Indiana is what Jones. it happened. I just I mean, said I that. Know he, I know he is that person, but he, he was Short Round. He was Data okay. as well. Data from the Goonies is in this movie, and he's done like next to nothing. Um, he he has been in like some Hong Kong movies, like very sparse, and he was in like one or two other American movies after yeah. the Goonies. Very few though, and this is kind of like people are, are seeing this as like his big big return to acting. Yep. Um, and that's but that was a lot of fun. I really really enjoyed him. Um, I find it interesting, Alex, that you said you didn't re- realize who it was until afterwards. And I, I wish I was seeing it with that lens because the entire time I was like, oh, it's Data. Like, I, I, I was oh, thinking. I didn't know him at all. The, yeah. There was something about the, his voice that mm-hmm. I was like, man, that sounds mm-hmm. so familiar. And then after the movie, I was looking it up and I was like, oh. And I texted you and I was like, yeah. what? It is funny that his voice is like still yeah. has the same quality. Like, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. That like it. high pitchy quality well, of the yeah. way he like speaks. And also just the intonation, the yeah. way, the like his cadence yeah. of his yes, speech was yes. very similar. Yeah. Um, and I did think like the way that he changed it in the movie. Yep. I guess. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> was fascinating because it, it was a dramatic departure yep. <laughs> too. Yeah. You know. I... I I don't know how to talk about this movie without spoilers. Well, let, before we get into stuff like that, I yeah. guess maybe let's maybe hit on like more themes or yeah. or like some more high level stuff. Um, sure. Why not just put a spoiler warning now and just yeah. go okay. for okay. it? Like, well, okay. it. Well, let's just to to avoid talking about spoilers before we tell people. Let's just say if you haven't seen the movie, yeah. go see it. Yeah. Because we all recommend yeah. it. I think yes. I think yeah. I watched the movie with all three of you mm-hmm. at separate times. Not each <laughs> well, of you or separate times. Dep- it depends. Possibly the same time. Nope. I mean, yes. Yeah, we there might know. have been a different universe where we watched it together at the same time. What? But in this universe, we watched it at separate times. Um, but we all walked out of the theater and we all Loved it. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, so if you haven't seen it, before we get into spoilers, go watch it. Hit, hit pause on the podcast. Go watch it. Come back. And if you want to come back and listen to the podcast, go for it. If not, eh, whatever. Or skip ahead somewhere to a time code that will be added later. Yeah. Well, we can put that in the description. Seven hours and 43 <laughs> minutes. We can put it in the description. Where to jump to. So now it's time to talk about spoilers. Yeah. So I want to talk about well, Brian. Just cont- I feel like we didn't. We just yeah. haven't even we, scratched any surface. Well, I want to. No, I want to. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk about what Brian was talking about What's because well, um, short round. I can't remember the hashtag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Kwan or something is, like yeah. that. Or... So I was. It's Kwan. I went on his. Mm-hmm. Um, his AMA. He did an AMA on Reddit. Yeah, uh, which is really cool. Week. And in the AMA, somebody asked him like. How did you prepare for this role after not really acting for 20 years? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I hired three different voice uh, or dialect teachers and three different acting coaches so I could get three different mm-hmm. takes on how to play the role because he plays Alpha Waymond, normal Waymond. I don't even know what you want to call him. And then he plays like successful Waymond, the one that's at the. Uh, movie premiere so he wanted to have different dialects for each one and different acting like postures for each one so that it would come across 
very clearly to uh, the the audience mm-hmm. that he was playing a different person. And I thought that was so fascinating. And it came across very clearly to me as a viewer. Yeah. So when I read yeah. that, I was like, oh, it's so cool that he went through that process to yeah. make that and work. And the work showed. Yep. Like, and yeah. I felt like um, the actress uh, that played joy the Go daughter stephan stephanie stephanie hugh or something like that, something like that. I, she, she was in um uh be more chill apparently she oh. she originated uh the main character of uh christine canigula in that oh, okay um she also had really cool um physical tics yep. to denote when she was jobu tabaki instead of joy and i really appreciated that sort of um acting i don't i don't know if i assume it came from the actors but maybe it came from the directors maybe it was a, a probably a little like, both a collaboration between the two but it was yeah. really really cool to see that change and know what was going on overall it was it was baffling to me how well all of the actors and actresses slipped between comedy and drama yeah like and it happened fairly seamlessly Almost constantly. (laughs) Why were they doing this? Why were the actors having to do this? Oh, do we need to give context? I mean, why not? If if people have listened and haven't watched the movie. Yeah, so if you continued listening and didn't see the movie, (laughs) what happens is when they go for their IRS audit, uh, the main character, Evelyn, played by Michelle Yeoh, her husband, Waymond, is taken over by... A, an alternate reality version of himself and tells her that there is this um, ultimate evil Jobu Tabaki who's trying to take over the multiverse or destroy the multiverse. He's not sure. She's building something and that uh, Evelyn is the savior of the multiverse and um, it goes off the rails. In- yeah. So like the, the main hook of the movie is... Uh, the, the, all the characters in this universe can access alternate dimension versions of themselves by performing some sort of unusual, um, me, uh, just like different rituals or different things that they can do that allows yeah, them to access yep. other. And that's where, I think in my we, opinion, the main source of the comedy comes yes, from. Yes, for sure. Yeah, it was that any improbable action can set them on a path that connects them to another universe right. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so all the main actors are playing multiple multiple versions of themselves um within different timelines within different universes and um the uh, like watching like jamie lee curtis like snap back and forth between those two and yeah. like yeah. um like i said like michelle uh well mostly wayman actually uh his uh he was the most impressive one in, in that that sense for yeah. me it was just like you could tell just by like his facial expressions or the tonality of his voice who it was yeah. at any given moment it was really well done oh yeah yeah something that we talked about a little bit was that um because it's a kung fu comedy and it feels like in some ways shaolin soccer or kung fu hustle those types of movies uh or jackie chan films we talked about jackie chan as like not being in the movie and i well he they they wanted him originally it was so the the original movie was going he was going to be the the main character he was going to be michelle Yeoh's character but then they just gender swapped it and and got her instead i'm fairly glad that that happened too because seeing jackie chan in that role would be funny but i don't know that he would do the drama drama parts of it 
nearly yeah. as well. Yeah. That would have made no sense. Right. Well, yeah, he comes with way too much preconceived yeah. notions. But it doesn't even, the whole, the crux of the movie, at least for me, is that family drama. And I don't yeah. think that can be carried by Jackie Chan, no offense. I agree with that, I think though. you need a woman in that yeah. role. I, agree. I mean, I really also, also, I've seen The Foreigner, which is like his foray into seriousness, and it's terrible. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I agree with you, yeah. Tiffany. It's like... The the drama between, you know, parent parent and child works much better with the the current cast. Like mm-hmm. I, if it was like yeah. father daughter, it would feel yeah different yep. in some ways yep. to me. Yeah, and and it's actually interesting because obviously it's like a the, a Chinese American family, so there's a lot of like cultural stuff that's that's yeah, going on as sure. well. And I feel like having it be the female perspective in that sense also makes that a lot more impactful because we haven't talked about her. Her father is in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Evelyn's father. Evelyn's fa- Thank you. Evelyn's father gong, is, is gong. in the movie, uh, which I think just means grandfather yes. in, in they, That's what they call him yeah. pretty much the entire movie. I don't know I that we so. hear his actual name. Probably not. Not that I remember. Um, so he, he plays a big role in like shaping Evelyn's past because there's a lot of like going into if Evelyn had made different choices in her past, how her life would have diverged. And he is at the crux of the majority of those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Could, I guess for context, it, it helps to know that. So Gong Gong is born and raised in China. Evelyn was born in China and eventually moves to the U S mm-hmm. for her husband mm-hmm. uh, and her daughter uh, joy is, and also the eventual antagonist question mark um the source of the conflict i should put yeah. it that way yeah uh the joy is raised american she's yeah born in first the generation american yeah, first generation american yep so there's definitely like that both generational trauma and sort of like cultural trauma that comes with the conflict between you know traditional chinese raising and u.s raisin and all that stuff raisin raisin this is the second movie that i've watched in the past year that's because turning red also was about that mother-daughter dynamic i did see that movie recently yeah Yeah. it's like a it's not similar but it's that same you're right similar themes yeah it's trying to keep your like heritage and culture Yeah. yeah but allowing room for it to grow and also use the culture of the place yeah, that you live. But specifically and... that pressure on women. Yeah. Specifically. Okay. Like that, it's like cultural, but like specifically yep. women related. Which yeah, is, yeah. Yeah. Turn, Turning Red, I think, leaned into that probably a little bit more because like yeah. there's the whole like aunt and grandmother mm-hmm. portion of that. But it was definitely, definitely a major focus of, of everything, well, everywhere, all at once. Well, because I think there's a moment in the movie where... I think. Oh, he wanted a son. That's right. What? The Gong Gong wanted a son so badly, and like. I don't remember that. How he? It was late when we watched it. Yeah. Well, what I was gonna say is that there's a moment where I think Evelyn realizes how much Joy is just is like her. Yep. And like how Mm -hmm. she's continuing to push her, and she's gonna be just like her. So Mm -hmm. it's like that. Yeah. I think there's a lot of that. But so like even with all of this like honestly like really interesting really like like meaty family drama that that like is there's a lot to think about a lot to ponder there's also 
really really good action in this movie like there's like some visually really interesting fights um the, the I, I really think back on the first one with wayman with the uh, uh with, with the, the fanny, fanny pack, pack. Yeah. <laughs> such a creative like i love when like a fight in in a movie like that is centered around like a interesting prop or a unique circumstance yep. yeah. so the the fanny pack fight was fantastic the stairway fight where she's t- trying to tell jamie lee curse that she lo- where evelyn is telling jamie lee curse's character that she loves her yep. like trying to figure out that first um, jump is mm. also really interesting well, and a lot of fun. That's because that's because she was told to do that. Yeah, without yeah. like with very little context, like you have to tell her you love her, and it's like them trying to figure out the rules of of how that jumping from timeline to timeline works. Yeah, or universe to universe. I think works. it's it's also fascinating that like all of those little gags, like the a lot of the physical gags mm-hmm. that they did, they carried over into the story in a fascinating way and i would love to have been a fly on the wall in the writer's room because Mm -hmm. like it felt like somebody writing character dialogue and then handing it to somebody else to create the action and comedy around it and then handing it back to get another layer of drama yeah you know what i mean like it it felt very strange, but like natural, like if that makes sense. That's kind of a good synopsis for the entire movie. Okay. <laughs> like yeah. dialogue drama, but then there's action and then there's more drama. Yeah. Like, well, that's like really what it is. But it, it's layered in a way where they like use so much of the physical comedy <laughs> to both break up the yep. the like yep. drama in a way that lets it feel very human and kind of breathe a little bit mm-hmm. and then it transitions back into like even though that physical comedy is strange it makes it extremely human in ways that i very appreciated later because they put that drama back in As so a- like Sorry. Uh, no, no, I was going to say, as opposed to a lot of movies where, like, the jokes and the humor are written in because they need to be there. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, we got to we gotta make this a joke. Yeah. It's like this, and they very rarely, like, lend themselves to the story at all. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, somebody, somebody took the script and then added a bunch of jokes. Yeah. And then yeah. they were like, here, versus what you're saying, well, where it's intertwined to... into that story and and this movie did so good with the Chekhov's guns and in things like that like you you see like one thing at the very beginning and it's like oh that's just a funny little visual gag what there's a reason for that so uh, Chekhov's butt plug we we can talk (laughs) about that Chekhov Chekhov's butt plug plug? so so like you see the butt plug trophies at the beginning (laughs) and you're just like that's a fucking butt plug. That's yep. just funny. That's a funny joke. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And then you find out later that like the guy who runs the company is like a BDSM boy. Mm-hmm. And so like that explains why everything is like BDSM butt plug also, designed. played by one of the directors. Oh, was it? Oh, <laughs> one of the Daniels. One of the Daniels. I think the funniest part about that scene for me, and I think that was the moment that I was like, yep, yeah, I'm on board with this yep. whole movie. Mm-hmm. Because you see them on the back of the of the desk super clearly. And again, for slight context, they're supposed to be like trophies for IRS. Yeah, like, it's like whatever, the employee tax. of the month or something. Yeah. She gestures towards them and she's like, well, I've seen a lot of bullshit in my day. Yeah, and well, that's the everybody thing. Everybody laughs. <laughs> it's like, you see them in the background and I thought it was just going to be like a throwaway visual gag. Yep. I was like, ah, that's silly. You yep. know, it's poking fun at this lady because like, who cares? She's about anal her? or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then like the moment that she turns to them and addresses them directly, yep. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is like a very different movie than I thought. Yep. And that's very funny. Yeah. And then later on at the very, no, not at the end of the movie, but like the big climax of that like butt plug storyline <laughs> is 
in order for two people to connect to their like a, a, a different alternate universe self is they have to fight with butt plugs like stuck up their ass. So you get these like this really complex and complicated fight scene with two bottomless people uh, <laughs> with with, you know, a butt plug stuck up their ass. Yeah, I think true. I think one of the best parts about that, too, is that like the the stuff that Evelyn's character is doing in that fight is still very like Win Chun and feels very like, you know, old what is that style called? The like wire with like the wire kung fighting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Know what you're talking it about. feels like wire kung fu, like crouching tiger, hidden dragon kind of stuff, and like, but it fits so well in this comedy. It's it's wonderful. I'm realizing we never explained the rules of how any of this works. We kind of did, but so I like the idea that we're trying to explain this movie. <laughs> well, we're just getting sidetracked. Wait, we forgot to Wait. do this. It's like the people that made the movie went, okay, let's talk about this, and went, wait, we never explained we never this. Expl- we yeah. need to write yeah. this down. Yeah. Because that's the moment that, because we started watching it, and I was like, okay, and then it got weird, and I went, what the fuck? And then they explained the rules, and then I went, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. 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 But the thing with, like, there's this, like, group of people that are all connected to their like this universe self because they're like all have like these like weird headsets and the things on. alpha verse yeah, like, yeah where, exactly. where yeah. everything started where from. everything started are we talking about the people that work for gong gong question mark but <laughs> so if you connect to yourself in yep. another universe you get the skills that that person had so yes. that's where all these fight things are coming from because they're connecting to their like when when evelyn's character goes I don't know. She goes somewhere and she's like training in some martial arts. Yeah. And then she comes like when she comes back to, to the, her, the, her universe, she can do all those right. things. And mm-hmm. the re the, but the reason that she, she like compounds is because she doesn't know how to seal yeah. the cracks in her pot, quote unquote, which yeah. is how it's explained to her. And that's the reason she's like the chosen one because she doesn't need to seal the cracks, yeah, which because, is so weird. Because there's like ramifications for like jumping to a universe without doing like the correct thing or yep. whatever. Because like they, their headsets turn yellow or green, like depending on what. If they've connected. If oh, they've connected to the correct thing. So that's where we get like hot dog fingers. We haven't talked about hot dog And we get yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah. of like weird other stuff because she was jumping before... Like she would, she would do an action. I forget what what she would do. You know, she was just doing random things to try and jump. Something like she was trying to jump to other things to figure out where she would land, and so she would do something random, and then it wouldn't be something that was like feasible or whatever. I don't know what the yellow and green. I don't yeah, know I thought yellow was like an unsuccessful jump. Like she no, it wasn't she that it wasn't connect. unsuccessful. That it was just like a weird, like off the grid. Yeah, kind it was of, off the charts kind of thing. It wasn't a like because they had. Because that's why she was being told, like, oh, you have to tell Jamie Lee's character that you love her because that would, like, launch you. You can't see my hands. But it would, like, (laughs) it would bounce you in the correct way to get to the specific timeline or universe where you would get your martial arts skills. I think one of the – so we talked just slightly about Hot Dog Fingers. (laughs) There was a – basically one of the, like, off-path universes was Hot Dog Fingers. But again – I think it was the first one we saw. Yeah. Yeah. Because she says, I love you, and then just hits the button. Yeah. Hot dog finger. Well, does, yeah. No, and, no, that wasn't right. Well, that's the thing is like they connect it back to the I love you thing because yep. she has to say I love you to get kung fu fighting. Yep. But in in that moment, they're laying a trap like as writers for much later in the movie when 
the character development starts to happen mm-hmm. and you realize it means a lot more than just like some random stupid thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like yep. the perfect example of, of yeah. that. I loved that hot dog fingers came back to be like a super important beat with yeah. the like piano playing more than the beat once. and like and I was just yeah. like, Oh my god. Like hot dog fingers was just hilarious the first time we see it and then later on you're just like oh my god it's also funny that they take the time not only to do like these super complex jokes that like have threads through the Mm -hmm. whole story Mm -hmm. but they like take the time to just do single one-off good gags like during the hot dog fingers thing they then cut to like planet of the apes type stuff for <laughs> yep. five well, ten seconds yeah to right. explain the hot dog to fingers. Explain yeah. how hot dog fingers came right. around in that universe and it that doesn't matter at all <laughs> and so it kind of keeps you on your toes you're like is this gonna matter is yep. it not is it like the the editing of this movie just the pace and yeah. like how clear a lot of like those types of jokes were was phenomenal yeah, like, for it, sure especially that like we, we keep on talking about the scene with the i love you scene but like her trying to say I love you, but she's being pulled between like four or five different or two or three different dimensions. Yep. Like, and like Jamie Lee Curtis, like is pulling her back and forth between yep. and then, but she's also like in one universe, she's having a conversation with Wayman about their impending divorce. And so like, you're getting this really heavy stuff juxtaposed with like this, uh, yep. just like crazy action sequence. And like uh, all of it's interesting and it's weaved together, woven together. So fucking beautifully and yes. like because you don't even realize like you're being pulled between uh different dimensions oh you yeah. realize it but like it doesn't feel dissonant or it, it it connects so well like that in and of itself is astounding to me just the level of planning that had to go into how they were going to storyboard script edit shoot all of this it's nuts yeah. mm-hmm. to one of your very early points like they establish that visual language super quickly yep. and super clearly yep. And it helps throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. I will say, I was a little annoyed with like the flashing imagery sometimes, only because it was like a lot of eye strain in the dark movie theater. Mm-hmm. But like for the most part, when they have like the split mindsets yep. and like the way that audio was edited too, like helped make it very clear what was happening despite it being off the wall like yeah that you just nailed that because i was like going to this movie going i have i'm gonna be so lost i'm gonna be so confused but they they made it so it wasn't confusing Mm. and i don't know fucking how how yeah like Mm. it's a movie about and i hate i'm so not looking forward to like dr strange because i do not like multiverse and time (laughs) travel and i don't like any of that stuff even, but the rules in this were explained so clearly, mm-hmm. and it was done so well. Yep. And, and then there quickly. was that. It wasn't and, boring. And it yeah. wasn't boring. And that through line of like family drama, like those themes, like it all worked really fucking well. I feel like they did a really good job of like slow playing, like yeah. piecing out the information to us so we had time to get used to it. It was like, okay. We're just going to drop, like, uh, we're not going to talk to you about needing your, like, um, trigger event or whatever they call it. Like, we're just going to write down on a piece of paper, switch your shoes, and then think about this. And then Alpha Waymond just drops, like, okay, multiverse is a thing. We need to deal with Jobu Tabaki. And then we had to, we got to sit on that for, like, 15 minutes while we watch him have a fight, and it's cool. And then they're like, okay, we're ready for to teach you more. And then... 
they yeah. slowly pieced it out while also having cool action and comedy and drama mixed in the middle. So yeah. we were always entertained. Yeah. But we're, yeah. we were also always, like, kind of asked to think, like, okay, process everything you've mm-hmm. learned. Well, I get, yeah, yeah well, I think that's it is, like, they gave it room for you to, like, let it sink yeah. in. Yeah. Because well, it, when I say quickly, they didn't get bogged down in, like you know, mumbo jumbo sci-fi language yes. too much. Yep. They would just yes. say something that sounded like mumbo jumbo sci-fi language, but it didn't matter because yep. then the visual aspect of the movie just tells you what you need to know yep. anyway. Yep. So like, who cares what the mumbo jumbo is? Well, they, they did such a beautiful job of showing, not telling. Cause like yeah. what you're talking mm-hmm. about, Alex, they're like, they didn't like sit down and explain the rules and then have her like go through a training montage to yeah. learn the rules yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It was just do something. And then, 15 minutes later, they explained why what she did worked yep. and what it's doing. Yeah. Um, the, oh, man. Yeah. It's... Again, there's going to be a bunch of moments where we just pick out, like, moments from the movie that stand out. And, like, mm-hmm. to that end, the first time he just – he's trying to explain it to her, he's just – eating a stick of chapstick. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the and chapstick. And I was like, what the fuck? The chapstick was made out of chocolate. Nice. Fun oh, fact. Just like know. white chocolate or whatever. I, that was really yeah. cool. He said it was delicious. Nice. That's this good. is coming from the AMA. He was like, it was made out of chocolate and it was delicious. I, I, I think the other thing going for this movie, Tiffany, to your point about like how you're not looking forward to Doctor Strange, there is no... Yeah. like This is just a movie that exists on its own. Yeah. We don't. You don't have to have... 20 other movies worth of of bullshit that's happened to understand where this one character is coming from. Everything is self-contained and Mm -hmm. it's so fucking nice to watch a movie like that right now. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the MCU. I love everything they're doing. Like what they're like, the experiment they're doing is amazing, but it was just nice about like going into a movie, not needing any sort of preconceived notion, being told stuff. And then like at the end, everything was wrapped up in a nice little bow. This movie, this story is done and it was beautiful. But seeing movies like this make me realize that regardless of all of that stuff in the MCU and all the stuff they've tried to build, it's so fucking surface level. Yep. It's so goddamn surface level and there's no substance to it. Like, oh, this this character died and this, there's so much telling and not showing in this mar- in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. For me, I feel like there's just like a lot of like, we have to go do this yep. to stop this. Because it's a comic book. It's like so much exposition There's dumps. so much of right. that. Um, and I, this was not like that. One thing that I really enjoyed was that Brian went in completely <gasps> blind. Yeah, literal never I, saw a trailer. I, didn't I'd only seen a trailer. I'd only awesome. seen the trailer. I, te- I messaged him and I said, hey, we're going to record a podcast next Saturday. Um, Dwight Tiffany and I went and saw everything everywhere all at once. If you have a chance, you should see it. And he was like where can I see it? And I was like, uh, you know, it's not in a lot of theaters, but it's showing near me. So I just told him, I'm like, let's go see it Friday. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't yep. watch a trailer. He didn't even want me to tell him what genre it I was. Love it. He just, he said, <laughs> that's amazing. He said oh, I, yeah. he had no idea who was in it. It was a the great genre. Wow. <laughs> He'd never seen a trailer. So I loved that. He went in 100% blind. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's well, so cool. and it's funny too. Cause like it, to your point again, like very early on in the movie, you know that it's not just going to be like a drama or yeah. whatever. Like when she's sitting at her desk, do, literally the first scene, she's sitting at her desk doing taxes and you see on the security camera in the background, weird stuff happening. Yeah, it's the like, first time Alpha Wayman connects. Yep. Yep. Right? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh, so it's like a little bit sci-fi or creepy or something i don't know what yeah that could easily go like a horror direction yeah for sure 
I asked if it was horror genre, like, during the trailer. He turned to me right after the trailer for Men ended. He turned to me and he goes, is this a horror movie? And I go, you told me not to tell you the genre. (laughs) And he goes, is this a horror movie? And I go, do you want to know? And he goes, kind of. And I just didn't tell him. Nice. And I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's, There's a lot of, like, lovable stuff in this movie. And I think that the surface level comment rings very true for me too, because even though I adore like Kung Fu hustle Mm -hmm. and Shaolin soccer, just for what they are, um, this had this movie I will remember and probably revisit because it also does like family tension in a way that it, that feels super relatable despite the whole, like everything going on screen being not relatable at all. Yep. <laughs> like, I I think what made this movie more um what's the word I'm looking for? Genuine or comebackable. Comebackable. Rewatchable. Rewatchable. I like well, com- I like no, comebackable. Comebackable. No, come, come Obviously <laughs> I, it's comebackable. I, I broke word. Episode title. Comebackable. I, 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 yep, I, yep, yep. My brain broke for a second. He said relatable and then that's all I could think about. Were you connecting to another universe? Um, Is that yes. what happened? The the thing that made this movie more comebackable, I'm just gonna stick with just, it. Let's own it. Um was the the like final act like when we get the meat when we get the meat of the um really the wayman to evelyn conversation in the alley in the where he's talking about how he's perceived as naive and all that and how it's a choice and and how he fights is his fight is with compassion and like all that stuff and then you get the joy and evelyn conversation in the rock world which is phenomenal. I think it's my favorite part of the movie. It's like 20 minutes after you have a butt plug fight scene, you have this super existential rock conversation about how our goal in life is to just become slightly less worse pieces of shit or like whatever. It's like all that stuff is in like the last like half hour. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes me want to revisit this movie. I think, yeah, the climax, you have a great point. The climax to the movie feels like it's going to be a fight scene yep. and like yeah. I, I guess it kind of is but the 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 point at which you think that the tension is climaxing mm-hmm. it immediately releases all yep. that tension and just lets it ride yep. in a gorgeous way yep. and like the rock scene that you're talking about for for folks who aren't seeing it yet <laughs> it's you're reading subtitles for like two to three minutes yep. it's like yeah. a long yeah. scene well because because what happens and it's just silent well because because what happens is um you've learned that they had broken the alpha version of joy and she has like her her essence is more or less like shattered well, and she is now connected to every other iteration of herself very specifically it was evelyn's character in the alpha verse that yes. did it to yes to oh, joy. She, 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 yeah. she like yeah. abused her daughter to the point where she was shattered and uh she so uh, joy abused. i would say more pushed and 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 yeah like more pressured and pushed yeah. which is kind of going back on that themes yeah. of like that mother-daughter relationship yeah, yeah. anyway yes yeah um so uh, joy has like shattered and is like connected to every single version of herself and uh, eventually uh, Evelyn also gets to that point where she has broken and is now connecting to every uh, possible interpretation of herself. That's where the name everything everywhere all at once right. comes from. 
And then she and, sees the bagel. And this, obviously, yeah, the everything bagel, which is fucking hysterical, because <laughs> an everything bagel would be terrifying if you think about everything shut, being shut on a bagel. Shut the fuck up. Everything bagels are great. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like everything on the bagel, like, right. like bluebirds and, all, and menus. All the, and, all the and dog and breeds. Spicy. Yeah, exactly. And all the Craigslist want ads. Yeah. yeah. I think that that's, yeah. What she, yeah. <laughs> that's what she said she put on it. Yeah, it's terrifying. But like, so... Uh, Joy has found that the only place that she can find solace is in a universe where no life has come has been born yeah. and she is a fucking rock. Yep. With like, googly eyes. But no, the googly oh, eyes comes googly, later. Googly Evelyn eyes gets later. the googly eyes. Yeah, Evelyn breaks everything with the googly eyes and yeah. it's beautiful. Well, the, the googly eyes are literally the inverse of the everything bagel. Yes. Because it's a white outside with a black oh. inside. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> What the fuck? Oh my god, you just shattered my mind. I think part of the reason that that is mind-blowing is because they set up, again, they set up googly eyes from like moment one. Like you see... I thought they were going to play a bigger role in the sense of I thought they were like going to be her looking in on herself. And then it was just Wayman being a beautiful, beautiful man. I just like that the googly eyes represented like Wayman to a certain degree Mm -hmm. because it's like his compassion, his... Yep. His choice to, like, fight with that emotion yeah. is the opposite of the everything bagel, which is that life is meaningless and that nothing matters, so you can treat anybody however you want. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I loved that. Um, oh, it definitely has a metaphor, connection, theme. Metaphor. Comeback yeah. ability. Comeback ability. <laughs> it, it has I a... Fucking retire. <laughs> it has a philosophical sort of, like tone to it yep. as a result and it makes me wonder now i want to look because black and white imagery and yeah. chinese imagery yep. like tends to make me think as an american who is not a buddhist uh, of the yin yang yep. and like the whole the very little that i know of yin yang is it's the same thing it's two sides of the same coin mm-hmm. but just a matter of perspective yep. that changes how you're looking at it and i yep. wonder now now i want to go rewatch the movie again but also I, I want to read a little bit about, you know, yin yang and like how it might yeah. tie in. Yeah. Agreed. Ooh. And that's like one of the beautiful things about this movie in general is like you can dive into that. Like you can oh, like, yeah. like, like see that symbolism, dive into it, recognize it. That's not necessary to enjoy it. No, not but at it, all. there's so many layers and so many different things that you can peel back and like dissect. Like we've honestly barely even talked about what we all kind of agreed at the beginning was the main point of the movie or the main like. Was is the relationship between Joy and Evelyn mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. Like that is like the the driving force of mm-hmm. what happened to the like why this is going and everything about that relationship at the end was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and because like there's also like a, a another layer of um, Evelyn is like not embarrassed, uh, but like with Joy's girlfriend, mm-hmm. like she's just not as accepting. And I think that that's like one of the big turning moments for her. Yeah, is like it's a pressure from accept- her dad, who is yeah. very traditional. Yeah. Exactly. Chinese. Yeah, and like the not the throwing it in his face, but the being like, I'm not going to be subservient to your pressures and traditions anymore. Where our family unit mm-hmm. includes Joy's girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, whose name I do Becky. not remember. Becky, thank you. Yeah, and it's what sh- it's what Evelyn perceives because she's lived with so much of that pressure for so long and like it's again kind of gorgeous that like even though that's what she perceives uh gongong has his attitude sort of like is shifted from where you think it is even though you never really get like nailed down you know they don't Mm -hmm. deep dive into his background but it shifts from like where you think it is 
in a in a way that helps the resolution again just kind of like coast to like a very satisfying end for sure this movie did not feel its length in that sense where it was just like the like once you get to that climax i was like okay it's wrapping up but it didn't and i was just like loving living in that world yeah it was it was phenomenal and and to your point i mean you don't have to know anything going in and like you can just visit it and like have fun but the comeback ability is incredible because like the jokes have layers the drama has layers like in ways that like make me want to revisit both you know I mean, I've seen it twice. I'm the only person here that's seen it twice. And I think it was just as good the second time around as the first time around. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to watch it multiple times. Yeah, I just wish we didn't see it so late because I feel like I I missed, I lost a lot of steam at the end. I was like, this is really good, but I'm like, I just don't want to think about it. I mean, I feel like I miss things. I didn't want to process it at 11.30. We saw it at 6 p.m. Oh, okay. So (laughs) yeah, a little bit earlier in the day. Um, I wanted to go earlier, but you guys went to see the play and I wanted to see it with you guys. Yeah. And I'm yeah. glad I did. Yeah, I think that this movie works better with people to talk about yeah. it afterwards or, or to, like, you know, digest it with a with Both person. times I saw it, too, I saw it in, like, a packed theater. Yeah, yeah there was a lot of people. Which was interesting to Which me. was really nice. The mm. first theater definitely found the movie funnier than the second time. Great point, though. So, like, our time, when I saw it yeah. with Dwight and Tiffany... Well, Everyone was laughing their ass off. Yeah. The second time around, it was a little more controlled laughter, but it was still, people still appreciated it. For, oh my God, we lost it. Oh, it's for, very funny. When the asshole fight happened. <laughs> <laughs> it that, Well, that's the thing too. It's like, there's a the lot of slapstick jokes and stuff, but like, I think, I think you might've said this early on. There's a couple jokes, like even the, the daughter, like Gong Gong having a daughter thing mm-hmm. is played as a joke that is dark mm-hmm. and super funny but it informs you as to some of the tension i don't yep. remember that i see well, i don't remember so, that being a, a plot point so that maybe that's me so it's, it's I missed the, it. the first time she like connects to yeah. the, she sees her she past. sees her past and the first thing she sees is <gasps> oh i'm sorry it's a girl yes. yeah, 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 yeah and, yeah. and he yeah. looks so disappointed yeah. Yeah, I remember that which now. which yep, it plays yep, on yep, multiple yep, levels yep. because having a girl in china is yeah. a bad thing in general right um so it plays to that but his like then disappointment also might play to the idea that he wanted a it boy it informs the actual yep. drama exactly yeah. while, the, gotcha. while the like chinese like tradition yep plays into the joke really well because yep. like it's super fast yep. and like it does ring as a joke even yep. though it's like yeah. man i don't know if i want to be laughing at yeah that. Like, the first time i laughed at it i went ooh, yeah like i, I almost felt dirty laughing yeah, at yeah. it but everyone in the theater and the movie intends it. it that way but i didn't la- i didn't was funny i just saw that as like oh this dude's a real asshole yeah. oh, that's the well, yeah, maybe because that as a joke. maybe because you're a woman and maybe that is and that's maybe like oh god maybe i should feel bad about myself yeah i didn't think that was funny or intended to be a joke at all because i know that that's the cultural thing and, and then also yeah. like women are fucking second class citizens still regardless so yeah, i didn't read yeah. that as a joke i read that as this dude's a, a real a real dick i guess it's not so much a joke as like a lamp shading of okay. what we already know. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. That yeah, might yeah, be a better yeah. Like a, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I viewed it as like a character information. Yeah. Thing where it was yeah. like, where like that yeah. in like just that one line tells you so much yep. about what her, how her childhood must exactly. have gone. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and so we, yeah. so like, so seeing her relive her life, not only is that informing us on the new character that we're being introduced mm-hmm. to, like actress Evelyn, but it's also informing us on what regular Evelyn's life was like. So it's yeah. very interesting. Like it's so yeah. such fucking efficient storytelling in that sense. 
it's like literally like one line for like five seconds. Yeah. And it's yeah. so good. It tells you everything you need to know. This yeah. movie was fantastic in that sense. This movie was sure. fantastic in all senses. Yeah. Period. What about smell? How, yeah. how about the, the <laughs> it smell? It smelled great. Did it? I was okay, farting the whole time. <laughs> well, I was too, actually. I enjoyed both of your farts. Well, that's, I'm great. glad to hear. Yeah. I didn't smell any. I feel like I have more to say about it, too, but I don't even know if I <sighs> hard can to explain how to dive into it. Like, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Are there particular scenes that, like, still jump out to you <sighs> that you would want to, like, revisit or or whatever, you know? I don't know. Okay. I, I, I stand by the opening shot of this movie is fucking genius because it it, it it shows you, it sets up so much of the, the conflict without realizing it is and it's setting up the thematic like jumping of the movie without it. Like It's literally like a shot of in the mirror of them singing karaoke and that karaoke machine is like a big issue with the uh, with the ta- IRS thing. Yep. So like oh, that's a big yeah. fucking deal. Um, and then you literally go through the mirror into the real world. Like yep. So there's this, this like oh. going through the looking glass style uh, metaphor being set up on top of like the idea of like going from universe to universe jumping, mm. even with that opening shot. I like I saw that and it was just like I was rock hard for the rest of the movie. It was so good. Maybe not a two and a half hour erection. Yeah, from I, one shot. I in went a movie. I went to the doctor immediately. <laughs> afterwards. Well, it, was, it was that. And after he buttered his popcorn, the crushed up Viagra was on top. Yeah. Didoy, didoy. But um, try, try and keep up. Try and keep up, Alex. Um, the comeback ability. Yeah. <laughs> um, other other stuff I liked. I, I liked how everything kind of built towards the um, the party at the for the climax. Like that oh, was yeah. really interesting. Well, that was well kind everything of the whole setup. Everything built towards everywhere. Yes, thank you. And then uh, everywhere it, built to all at once. All at once. <laughs> Those were the names of the sections. The parts of the yeah, movie. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was making a joke. I, I failed. One. Comeback ability. I don't even know. I just, I, I feel like I can't even do it justice because, like, the stuff is living in my brain and I feel like I can't even. Yeah. How about yeah, yourself, Brian? Is there anything that sticks out to you? Yeah, I mean, like, it's a lot of very subtle things that, that add up to something that is greater than, like, the sum of its parts, too. Because, like, t- explaining, like, individual jokes and stuff mm-hmm. doesn't really strike it home because the mm-hmm. jokes, again, just, like, are written in a way that the next time you see the movie, you'll find it funnier because you can kind of see it coming. You know what I mean? We haven't talked about Rakakuni. I was just oh, yeah. going to talk about Rakakuni. <laughs> oh, P- pin on that then for the other. Well, yeah. What about no. Rakakuni? Sorry, Tim, it, popped Rakakuni. Into, it popped into my head and I went, how have we not talked about this? But I don't even, that's what I mean. I don't know what to say because it's just like an individual like, well, joke that comes back and I, it's funny, but like it's, I, think, I don't even know how to explain it. I think it's just like the butt plug and just like the hot dog fingers. It's like it was a one, it <laughs> yeah. was a throwaway you joke. You thought it was a one off. You thought it was a throwaway joke yeah. that this um, Chinese immigrant woman thought that the name of the movie Ratatouille was Raccoonie and it was about a raccoon, not a rat that teaches somebody how to. Like, you yeah. thought it was just a throwaway, yep. and yep. then she goes into a universe <laughs> where she's like where a Benihana. She is, she is like a hibachi, <laughs> a hibachi chef, and one of her uh, co-workers is much better than her. That That's all you see. Yeah. And then later, she goes back into that universe, and she walks into the kitchen, and there's a raccoon on that same guy's head. Pulling his hair. Pulling his hair. Him, and yeah. he's like, oh, man, I'm so glad I met you. Like, And they're talking to each other. Yeah. And she freaks out, calls animal control. 
And then it's about her. The final act is her, like, using her compassion to help him yeah. get back to his raccoon. Yeah. It's, it's fucking genius. So funny. Yeah. It was yeah. so funny. And it, the thing is, it uses all of those moments not only to like so the first time you see it it's using that moment as a way of showing the tension between her and joy in a yep. funny way yep. and it's silly the next time you see it you're seeing her own tension of her own life and stress yep. because she thinks she's inadequate and like in in that context i think she's talking to gong gong i could be i don't remember, I don't remember. So, but yes anyway she it's showing her own like perceived yep. inadequacy yep. which is an ongoing thing in the whole movie and then like when you see her calling animal control she's at the peak of her like nothing, nothing matters, matters yep. moment and then it wraps it up with like no well you know Wayland has like a point here and even though this universe is stupid and it doesn't matter and the joke doesn't matter yep it does. Because yep. we want to see him back with that raccoon. Yep. Like, I, as an audience, we I, do. I feel like you've phrased it perfectly. And I think each of those jokes, the butt plug joke, not at quite as much, but the the hot dog fingers and raccoon go through that same process of yeah. we see it multiple times and we see how Joy's arc over the course of the movie informs on each time we drop into that universe. Yes, yeah. I, I the thing that really jumped out at me with the Rakakuni section is how I think that that was when I realized that all of the other people she was seeing in these alternate universes were the people in the IRS building that were attacking her. Yeah, that yeah. was like the moment where I was like, oh my god, every little thing was planned in this, like just down to like who who was yeah. playing whom mm-hmm. in like these alternate universes. And that was the moment when I was like, oh, this is like really, really smart, really well planned out. Um, I loved those like layers of the supporting cast having like these rich tapestries of their lives in other universes that we don't get to see. Yep. But yeah. um, they are all equally kind of important to Evelyn in some capacity. Yep. Um, everything is connected everywhere. Yeah. And all just that once. her actions all matter. It's like, yeah. I just had another thought too. <laughs> About the, the, cause there's one timeline or one universe in which, um, Evelyn is like a famous movie star yep. mm-hmm. yeah. and she comes back out of that. And like, th- this is when her and Waymond are oh, fighting shit, and she's, yeah. she's basically like, my life would have been so much better without you. Yep. Like I, <laughs> I would have been something I could have, you know, and then in that again, another one of these things where we keep coming back to it at different points in the, in the movie yep. where, he does his speech about like, oh, I fight with kindness and compassion. And, you know, she, I don't know if she brings up the fact that there's a multiverse or something. She's like, oh, our life, if we got married, our life would have just she, been laundry and yep. taxes and whatever. And, and he's like, I would have loved that. That yeah, that sounds like yeah. that would have been he's, lovely. He says, I would have loved to wake up every day and do and just, laundry yeah. and taxes with you. So like, just this like thing that even in this other universe or this other timeline, like they still like would have worked like it yep. it like not found each other because in that universe they don't end up together but like that still would have they are like the other halves they're still connected yeah. they're still each connected other. they're other halves of that of that union. well it's like, just it's, that balance they just, balance each other out right yeah it yeah. just helps you show her point of view yep. shifting slowly because yeah. it's like yeah. his point of view stays static mm-hmm. like the whole movie yep. and you yep. need that to like yep. anchor yep. her in that direction yeah 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 but I like that was a really like cute moment where he's just like, yeah, that sounds great. Like, yeah, I think some of my 
favorite stuff happens in that universe in mm-hmm. the um the like she's famous yeah. and uh kung mm-hmm. fu star and he's a successful something that something, they don't really yeah. talk about yeah he just but has a good enough to make, make it to a movie that conver- yeah, yeah, yeah. the conversation they have in that back alley so is good. some of my favorite so stuff in the movie oh it's wonderful dialogue. and it's and it's it's not necessarily on its own that it would have worked mm-hmm. totally but it it always was like intercut with other stuff happening in other universes that informed yep. on like what we were seeing. Yeah. It, it was a, a nice beat away from like intense, yep. either intense comedy or intense action or yep. both. Yeah. This movie's so fucking good. It's it, so it good. Really I'm just like, I keep thinking of things and like, not to be like, Oh, the woman perspective, but even like everything everywhere all at once, that concept of like a, a female character, I feel like she was everything and everyone to everybody in her life, except herself mm-hmm. if that makes sense like she was you know running the business and being a mom and being a wife and it just all was so fucking overwhelming that like she let everything drop and i kind of got maybe that's me like reading into it and putting my own thing in it but like i, I felt that i felt that too yeah I, I think every interpretation you could possibly have of this movie is correct i, I don't yeah. think there's anything like that you can draw from one scene that's wrong like it, it it's so just like all encompassing and there's so much like metaphor going on and yeah. It there's just a lot to. I it. mean, even just her being distracted in the mm-hmm. tax office, like, feels mm-hmm. yeah. very, very real and very human in a way that's like wonderful. Even though there's sci-fi shit going on, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> sci-fi shit. Going well, you know on. what I mean. Yeah. It's like because seeing her distracted yeah. is like feels like a very direct parallel to somebody who would be living her life anyway, even yeah. if she yeah. wasn't universe hopping yeah. at the yep. time. So yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I I think that. Long story short, we absolutely recommend this movie oh, uh, beyond 100%. a shadow of a doubt. I, I I think that if you have the uh, the means to go see it, please do. Uh, and if not, just like get it when it comes out on Blu-ray or or, or streaming. Absolutely, it, it is totally worth your time. Yeah, let even us if, know you, if you think it's comebackable. Uh, yes, people are loving it. Like Rotten Tomatoes, it's like the reviews are like. 90 percent that's the only thing i knew about it before going in was that a bunch of people reviewed it really well despite me never having heard of it even the title and it's got like a pretty big reach in general as well i was um listening to a twitch stream the other day or yesterday and uh one of the people who was on there was talking about how his 11 year old daughter really wanted to go see this movie (laughs) (laughs) which like and and he was like i don't know much about the movie but i know there's some maybe questionable things in it Mm -hmm. i don't know if i want my 11 year old but she's really excited about it i was gonna say what was the thing that i when we went to see sonic and I saw the poster and it had googly eyes and I was like, ah, that's cute. And you were like, oh, that looks really good. And I was like, I, I would have seen it just based on googly eyes on the poster. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah. The marketing for it is is very interesting. Hmm. I'm glad you came. Yeah. I'm glad it was comebackable. I was going to say, I'm really glad that I came backable on it. All over the place. <laughs> oh, you've, oh, you've been muted. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that your microphone was muted. Womp, womp, womp. Fuck yeah. you, Dwight. I'm very hungry. Okay. Well, um, thank you. I feel you like s- we, we reached a pretty natural starting yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. I agree. That was a, uh, a good discussion on an excellent movie. I um, hope this episode is comebackable. I would say That's being the real on question. this podcast for the first time in however long. 30 years. 30 years. Since we was, recorded the music one? Uh, that was like, like June of last year, I think. Like, yeah, a year. I, a year. I would say that that was uh, a blast with both barrels, nice. uh, an absolute blast with both barrels. <laughs> um, and you know, thank you for listening. 
and how else do I sign this off? That's exactly <laughs> what Dwight does. He just goes, so, he trails off, so and I'll supposed, see you thank, next time. Thank the Hyper Potions. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Hyper Potions, for your song Time Trials, which you're hearing right now. Uh, please email us at no refund podcast, no refunds podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you think of this movie or don't if you don't want to. Just write whatever you want. Talk In about, fact, talk about your cartoon crushes. Yeah, sure. You know, let's keep talking about cartoon crushes in email, and that's the only topic we ever want to hear about. Again. Hashtag lightly roasted. Hashtag lightly roasted. Um, yeah, let's get that trending on Twitter, and uh, we'll see you all again. Uh, you know, in two decades or whatever, or less, hopefully. We're gonna get to a hundred. Uh, hashtag one hundred. Yeah, it'd be nice goal. to get to hashtag ninety nine. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you so much, and we will talk to you all next time. Bye. 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 Bye.